Hello, this is Siddharth from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Sunday, the 5th of September. India recorded 42,618 new COVID-19 cases and 330 deaths in the past 24 hours, pushing the death toll to 4,40,225. The daily positivity rate stood at 2.45%, while the weekly positivity rate stood at 2.62%, and has remained less than 3% for the last 72 days. Today, the farmers protesting against the sector's farm laws held a mega-meeting at Muzaffarnagar, Uttar Pradesh, where they reiterated their resolve to continue with the protest and campaign against the BJP in the coming state election. According to NDTV, around 8,000 security men had been deployed to maintain law and order at the gathering. The historic GIC ground where the meeting was being held was reportedly jam-packed. The farmers also decided to continue with such protests across the state and campaign against the Adityanath government ahead of next year's election. They plan to take their message to every village of the state. They also plan to hold an all-India strike on September 27th. Today's event was also a mark of protest against the recent police crackdown on the farmers in Haryana's Karnal on 28th August. A video had earlier sparked outrage for showing the subdivisional magistrate directing the police to crack open the heads of farmers. The Raipur police today registered an FIR against the father of Chhattisgarh Chief Minister Bhupesh Baghel for his derogatory remarks against the Brahmin community. Deen Dayal Police Station in Raipur lodged a case against Nandkumar Baghel under the IPC sections 153A, which punishes the offence for promoting disharmony, enmity or hatred between different groups, and 505A, which punishes speech causing fear or alarm among a group or provokes violence. This conflict unraveled after a video surfaced on social media last Monday where the CM's father was recorded uttering contentious remarks against the community with an appeal to boycott and banish them from India. In the past, there were allegations against Nandkumar Baghel for targeting Brahmins who criticised him for his comments. The complaint was filed by Avnesh Pandey, Saumitra Mohan Mishra and other members of the Brahmin community against the CM's father for instigating communal strife hurting their sentiments and causing social disharmony. Bhupesh Baghel said he respects his father, but as a chief minister, he cannot pardon anyone's wrong or jeopardize the social order or harmony. He further added that for him, the law is supreme. A 12-year-old boy died due to a Nipah virus infection at a hospital in Kozikode district of Kerala, State Health Minister Veena George said on Sunday. The samples of the boy were collected and sent to the Pune National Institute of Virology which confirmed the presence of Nipah virus on Saturday night, three samples of plasma, CSF and serum were found infected. The central government has directed a team of the National Centre for Disease Control to visit the state. The team is scheduled to reach Kerala today and provide technical support. Speaking about the details of the case, the Kerala Health Minister told NDTV, and I quote, Unfortunately, the boy passed away at 5 in the morning. The condition of the child was critical on Saturday night. We formed various teams and have started the tracing. Steps have been taken to isolate those who are the primary contacts of the boy." In a further update, the minister stated that none of the boy's close contacts show any symptoms as of now and that the health department has already traced the child's contacts. George also asked the neighbouring Kannur and Mallapuram districts to remain cautious. A complaint has been filed against Javed Akhtar for comparing the Taliban to the RSS, VHP and Bajrang Dal. BJP MLA Ram Kadam on Saturday said, and I quote, No film of Javed Akhtar will be screened in India until he apologizes with folded hands. End quote.
The complaint was lodged with a police station near Javed Akhtar's residence on Saturday by Ashutosh J. Dubey, the legal advisor to the BJP's Maharashtra unit. Dubey confirmed this in a tweet. BJP leader Ram Kadam also said he will protest against Akhtar for his statements. Akhtar made the comparison between the Taliban and the RSS during an interview with NDTV on Friday. He said, and I quote, Just like the Taliban want an Islamic state, there are those who want a Hindu Rashtra. These people are of the same mindset, be it Muslim, Christian, Jews or Hindus. Of course, the Taliban is barbaric and their actions are reprehensible, but those supporting the RSS, VHP and Bajrang Dal are all the same. End quote. India returns home after scripting history and bagging a total number of 19 medals, their best ever tally in a single edition of the Paralympics by far. With five gold medals, eight silver medals and six bronze medals, India finished inside the top 25 at the Games in the Japanese capital. The winning spell started with Bhavina Bain Patel becoming the first Indian to win a table tennis medal at the Paralympics. It ended with two badminton players winning medals. Krishna Nagar won a historic gold in the men's singles SH6 category and Suhas Yathiraj, an IAS officer, winning silver in the SL4 category on Saturday. Both Avani Lekhara and Singraj Andhana won multiple medals in shooting. While Lekhara won a gold medal and a bronze medal, Singraj took a silver and a bronze. Before heading to the international updates, dear listener, allow me to make a brief appeal for you to subscribe to News Laundry. We believe in a journalism of facts and a press that is answerable to nobody but you. Keeping in mind that the news is a public good, we take no ad money and rely only on the public. You can go to newslaundry.com and read our ground reports, watch our videos and listen to our podcasts. But to gain access to our paywall material, you can click on the subscribe button in the top right corner and join our community for rates as low as Rs 300 a month. The police stated that a suicide bomber detonated explosives near a security checkpoint in restive southwestern Pakistan on Sunday, killing at least three paramilitary troops and wounding 15 others. Senior police officer Azhar Akram said that the attacker had walked toward the checkpoint manned by the paramilitary frontier corps on Keta Masum Road, some 25 kilometers south of Keta, the capital of Balochistan province. He said body parts were found at a distance from the security post after the bombing. Akram said some of the wounded were in critical condition and the death toll could still rise. No group immediately claimed responsibility for the attack, but the Baloch separatist groups have claimed similar assaults on security forces. The banned Baloch Liberation Army and Baloch Liberation Front have been engaged in a low-level insurgency for nearly two decades calling for independence for the gas and mineral-rich province. Islamic militants also have a presence in the region. Suspected separatists had hurled a hand grenade at a store selling national flags in Keta, killing one man and wounding four others who were buying flags to celebrate Pakistan's Independence Day. According to a Sputnik News report, nearly 600 Taliban fighters were killed in Afghanistan's northeastern province of Panjshir, the last Afghan province holding out against the hardline Islamist group the Afghan resistance forces have claimed. Panjshir is the stronghold of the National Resistance Front of Afghanistan led by Ahmad Masood, the son of late ex-Afghan guerrilla commander Ahmad Shah Masood and acting president Amarullah Saleh. Even though both sides claim to have the upper hand in Panjshir, neither has given any conclusive evidence to prove it. Al Jazeera reported that a Taliban official said fighting was on in Panjshir, but the advance had been slowed by landmines placed on the road to the capital Bazarak and the provincial governor's compound. Taliban spokesperson 
Bilal Karimi said the Khinj and the Unaba districts had been taken given Taliban forces control of four of the province's seven districts. On the contrary, the National Resistance Front of Afghanistan said it surrounded thousands of terrorists in Khawak Pass and the Taliban had abandoned vehicles and equipment in the Dasht-e-Rewak area. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and do not forget your prescription of daily dose. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.